It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. After we finished recording the podcast here, uh, we hired a new guy to do digital, the digital content at the station. His yes. name is Sam. Uh, we're going to shoot a video with him. We, we have all these like ideas for videos that we haven't shot and like old segments that we've done that we think would translate well to video. Yeah. Um, so the one we're going to do today is the, the one you just heard last week on the on the podcast about the, the honest slogans on license plates. Mm-hmm. Which is something we did way back when. And uh, yeah, we're bringing it back because, again, it's just something that kind of sat there and it was before I think TikTok was a big thing or yep. we were really using it. And it's like, this is stuff that is great social content too. So, Well, we have... 1200 some episodes of podcast content we do much of which could be turned into videos it's just a matter of oh yeah doing it mm-hmm. finding the time to do it so uh, if you aren't following x on socials or shauna and i uh throw us a follow send do us it. some messages check out the vids we're posting please do on today's show we got buck and pat concert etiquette a bit of a debate on that an update on that uh, Ukrainian refugee who works with my friend who dropped an N-bomb at work. Uh, there's been developments there. Yep. Shauna, uh, Shauna's friend emceed a wedding and dropped some great Alberta-centric jokes just recently. We'll relay those. The most sampled song in music history. We'll talk about what it is and play some examples of it. Shauna's boyfriend Cliff asked what kind of ring she would like on the weekend. Ooh. Yeah, we'll get into that. Saskatchewan's doing Ralph Bucks or Mo Bucks, I guess. Uh, a new business idea that Shauna stumbled across that I think could make some money. First, your out-of-context clip of the show. Do dogs have astrological signs? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so, oh, my God. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was chatting with a friend yesterday, and she was telling me about this woman she knows who works in the laundry room at a hotel, at a big hotel part of a big chain. Oh, gross. And some of the absolute horror stories, the nightmares that she has seen happen in hotels. I can only imagine. Yeah. And I know you stay in hotels often, Shauna, so mm. you probably don't want to hear this. Well. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. And we'll start We'll start tame and we'll work our way up. How about that? Okay. So she said, first of all, pull the comforter off the bed because they don't wash those every time. And I think you and I have yep. talked about that in the past, but they wash the sheets between every guest, but not necessarily the comforter because that's just a ton of laundry yeah so pull that thing off you probably don't want to sit on that you don't know what's happened on that mm-hmm. um she said some guests for whatever reason prefer to use the face cloths instead of toilet paper so she said they will get like down in the laundry they'll get like that is disgusting face cloths from a room that are just totally soiled um why and really when you think about it i guess those face cloths are probably also what people use in the shower so I don't. They touch have touch the, butts. I don't touch face cloths. Don't touch the face cloths, nope. eh? I, I mean, the towels could be the same thing. Yeah. I do touch the towels. I use them to dry off, but wouldn't put them by my face, but I definitely don't touch the face cloths. Thankfully, I think the washing machines in a hotel are pretty intense. Yeah. They probably clean those things right out. I think they need to be. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's keep going here. What was the next yeah. one that she said? <laughs> she said, some guests, again, for whatever reason, who the hell are these people? They don't like to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom so they'll use the ice bucket what is wrong with people and when she was saying this i was like please say garbage can please say garbage can nope the ice Ice bucket bucket. i've used the ice bucket in a hotel room before thankfully like they come with a bag usually that you can put in yeah but still 
even God. knowing that it might have been someone's toilet the night before. What is wrong with you? Yeah, like just get up and go to the bathroom. Wow. Jeez. Um, worst one of all though wasn't actually from a guest. She said, and I guess at her hotel chain, they when a cleaner is in there like cleaning a room, they close the door and it's for the cleaner's safety because if the door is open, you know. Like a woman who's in there cleaning might be vulnerable. Okay. So they have their policies to keep the door closed while they're cleaning. But this was prior to that, I guess, because she said she walked by one time and saw one of the cleaners cleaning the glasses in the room with the toilet brush. Because I, I didn't realize this, but I guess some hotels don't take the glasses down and wash them in a big dishwasher. I assume that's what they did, and yeah. then the glasses would come back up on the cart. But she said, no, sometimes they're just washed Gross. like in the room. Okay. And this woman was doing it with the toilet brush. And then the next guest probably came in and so. poured a drink in there or a refreshing glass mm -hmm. of water. I'm and... never going to touch anything in a hotel ever again. No, if you could just kind of like come in and like David Blaine levitate and then fall asleep like that and not touch anything. You know what you need is one just... of those, you know, those fancy inventions that they did for COVID where like it, it just takes the whole room and just disinfects it oh, with yeah. this crazy laser beam. <laughs> I need to buy one of those. Okay. She said, you know who the cleanest group is? Pro prostitutes. She said they won't even, most of the prostitutes that come through hotel, her hotel will not allow anybody else to clean the room. They handle it. They put the sheets out. They fold everything. They oh, make the bed. Sense. And uh, I guess it's maybe just a privacy thing. But. Well, uh, privacy and if you, you know, are doing that quite often, you probably want your own stuff and perhaps know what's gone on in those weird <laughs> Maybe rooms. they know better than anybody people but have requests she said the other funny thing is that uh years ago like someone used to come to meet a prostitute at a hotel and just go right to the elevator and go up mm -hmm. but because it's all, it's all with, with key fobs yep. and cards you can't do that anymore so they have to come to the desk ask for the guest and then the prostitute has to come down and meet them and yeah a lot of the, the fellows are pretty sheepish about it because it's not as it's not, not as, as anonymous. discreet as it used to be that's right so that's what i learned uh there's lots to be learned in the laundry room at a hotel. Fascinating. Yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So Michael Hill just informed me via mail that it's Virgo season. Now, Beckler, did you know that? Didn't know that? Nope. Did but... not know it was Virgo season. Yes. Um, astrological jewelry now is all the rage. So the Bay sent me an email, was it last month, whenever Leo season was, and it was, it's Leo season. So we were talking about that, and now I'm getting ads for jewelry. That's okay. it's Virgo. So here we are. I mean, oh. astrological fashion is huge. Kind of reminds me of birthstones. Yep. Um, I remember my grandma had a. She had seven kids. She had a birth. She had a ring with the birthstone of each kid in it. I always thought that was super cool. That is pretty cool, actually. Um, I don't think I even know what my birthstone is. No, mine's diamond. 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 Diamonds. Yeah, which was always people were like, oh, that's a fancy one. <laughs> oh, your boyfriend is gonna have to spend a lot if he wants to get you a birthstone. I'm like, yeah. Uh, high class. I remember as a kid, we used to have discussions of this. So what's astrological jewelry then? So it's just stuff that says Leo, basically. All right. on it and yeah. Brave, the symbols and stuff. I was thinking about this though, Beckler, because you have a woodworking business. I do. And I was like, do you want to jump on board with the next trend? Because all you have to do is make the woodworking symbols for all of the astrological oh. signs and you would make a killing. Man, and I've been looking for my next thing. And that's what it I know you are. It was mountain shelves. I know. And, and I constantly now... am, am sending you ideas for this kind of thing because I know you're looking for the next thing. And this would 100% be it. But I'd have to like, I would also kind of be making fun of my customers, wouldn't I? No. 
they don't know that you make fun of this on the radio. You just you seriously <laughs> you, so? you just create the different <laughs> symbols and people will and it doesn't even matter. People will eat that crap up. I was actually thinking myself as a side hustle of a way to get, like capitalize on this. Yeah. Like, Man, if I could make cuz like local jewelers and stuff, people want to support local. If you yeah. were to just make Something that says Virgo, like a cute little ring and stuff, and be able to sell those. Oh, man, if, would I make a killing. What if they try to talk to me about it, though? You don't have to talk back to them. <laughs> you just go, yes, you're a Virgo. Yes, oh, yes. Virgo, cool. clearly. Yeah, do you, do you, very, yeah? Very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know cool. your astrological symbol? I am an Aquarius. Perfect. I do That's know all that. you know. Yeah. That's all you need to I'm know. such an Aquarius, yes. aren't I? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you could just l- learn some bare basics. It. and mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Here's a question for you, Shauna, and I, you might even have... Are you sitting down? Yes, you're sitting down. Sitting down. Do dogs have astrological signs? Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. so... Oh, my God. Gonna... Dog dog beds with, like, Virgo, okay? Oh, my God. Embroidered on it? Oh, holy oh! crap. Oh, We've come up... I'm counting my money already. I know you're saying that <laughs> slightly sarcastically. I am not joking. That would make you a killing. We just... We just broke everything, didn't we? I'm gonna okay. I'm, start, I'm starting to design. I'm I'm designing it now. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. So next door in my home province of Saskatchewan, the premier Scott Moe made this announcement yesterday. You own the resources, and you should benefit when those resource prices are high. So this fall, we'll be sending a $500 affordability tax credit check to everyone in Saskatchewan, aged 18 and older, to help with some of those rising costs. Every adult in Saskatchewan, yeah. every grown, dirty Sasky is getting a $500 check in the Ooh-wee. fall. Ooh-wee. The absolute madman. He's doing it. He's doing Ralph Bucks. Oh, my God. Scott Moe's doing Ralph Bucks. Yep. I remember when uh, when Ralph Bucks were here, and I was visiting my aunt, and she had, like, the check on the table. I'm like, you're, I'm sorry, Did you, you just got a check for... <laughs> what, what is this place? This is amazing. <laughs> this is the land of... Of promise here. <laughs> I need to move here. Yeah. Well, I know that there will be many people in the province who think this is kind of a waste and mm-hmm. that the money should be invested into healthcare, education, and yes. at, or at least not go to everyone because some people, some people need five hundred bucks more than others, right? Yeah. Uh, but then there are going to be lots of people who will be just. They're going to think this is the cat's ass. They're going to be thrilled with this, right? I'd, I'd be pretty damn stoked if. Hell, I'd take 500 bucks. Premier was about to announce that we're getting $500. Yeah, awesome. I'd be pretty happy with that. And if I know my fellow Dirty Saskies, which I believe I do, yeah. I think there are going to be some wild parties when those checks go out. Oh, I can some, imagine. Some, some Terry's getting after it. Uh-huh. Pretty wild. Mm-hmm. You so, know what they should do is they should line up the release of those checks for the Grey Cup Festival. Because it's being hosted in Regina this year. Can you imagine that? Just right before the Grey Cup. Here's too check. obvious, wouldn't it? It really <laughs> it'd be, would. It'd be way too obvious You'll if they did that. You'd be reinvesting that real quick into our province. But if you were smart, I think you could probably invest in certain companies. Pilsner. Yep. Rider. The riders themselves. Whoever owns Skoll. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Polaris. Any snowmobile companies? Lingerie for your cousin. <laughs> Everywhere. Is there a, a designated card section in Saskatchewan for cousins? <laughs> I get the drug at the Hallmark you know store. No, I say like it's like for him, for her, birthdays, anniversaries, cousins, cousins, cousin, hot cousins, cousin loving, cousin weddings. <laughs> Just their own little section there. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. So my boyfriend Cliff was asking what type of ring I wanted this weekend. Oh, it freaked me oh. right out. It's getting real, Shauna. Yeah, I don't know. You've been when he said a lot that, I was like, really. mm, mm, mm. yeah, well, we talked about having a commitment 
party of sorts. Essentially, I want to have a party where I bring all my friends and we just, we hang out. Um, I don't know if I want to have a formal wedding. Like when Cliff was talking about rings, I was like, no, like I don't, can we do not do that? And then he said, well, we don't have to actually get married. He said, I just want to give you a ring and we could be engaged forever. And I was like, mm. what about a a friendship ring? <laughs> what about a promise ring? I was like, can we do a promise ring? Promise ring always makes me think of people in high school. I was going like, to say, all reminds we're me. We're 15 is, and we're in love and we're going to be together even forever. Younger, and they're not. Yeah. Like grade six, I remember somebody got a promise ring. I think yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. But that's that's about as far as I don't know what it is. I just get freaked right out when I think about getting married. I clearly have commitment issues. Yeah, well, Marriage yeah, I was... is very, very. Com- that is a lot, you know. And then the legalities with it and having to sign all so, of that just doesn't appeal to me. So then, if you had a commitment party, the commitment wouldn't carry the same weight as a marriage. Yeah, I suppose that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's not really a commitment party then. It's yeah. a, it's a ah, we're kind of committing. I mean, we're committed because <laughs> like, we've been together for 12 yeah. years. Is that not enough? Absolutely. Like, that's, that's why, he, and I don't know why he's so insistent on a ring. Like he wants to, he wants to slap a ring on it. I guess hmm. I don't know. And I'm just like, oh man, it's so funny though because yeah, we've talked about this lots, and then he said that, and it really it hit me in a way. Where I'm like, whoa. Whoa. That does make it quite real. Yeah, when you say, we Starting talk about rings. Ring, Shopping whoa. for a ring. Okay. Between that and my mother being like, when you get married, like, okay, there's pressure coming on on all sides here. It's freaking me right out. <laughs> Freak me out over You're looking here. around the room here. I'm like, 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 like waiting for somebody to pop able... up. With, Will you marry me sign right now? I'm like, ah! <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's, Back I get off. it, man. That's freaky. Get like, your own sandwich. I've said before <sighs> that like, I do. Yeah, I'll say this. I, whatever you choose to do with your own life is your own business, mm-hmm. right? Like it's live your life the way you want it. It's yours. That's totally fine. And whatever works for you works. Yeah. Um, but like the, the the opposition to marriage, like I could see if you're not religious, not wanting to go through a religious marriage. Religious ceremony, yeah. But like to not even get married in the eyes of the of the law. Yeah. Like it, to me, you'd have to have like a problem with the government or something to... You know, to, to be opposed to such that. Such a hassle. And then there's so much legal bullcrap that comes along with it, right? Like, I'm trying to remember if there was. I remember there was a bit when McKenna changed her name. Yeah. That comes with some headaches. But, like, I don't like I don't think the process of getting a marriage license and, like, having is a JP a do it is ass. that compared to, like, planning the party. Yeah. It's a small part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So unless it's the actual, like, weight of the commitment that scares you off, yeah. then... Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. It's the idea of it. Or maybe you hate the government. Maybe you're a free woman on the land and you don't. I am for sure, yeah. (laughs) You're a sovereign citizen. I don't want to be nailed down, okay? I'm like a leaf. (laughs) The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I don't remember how this came up, but a friend and I were wondering what the most sampled song in music history is. Would you have a guess? Man, I feel like I looked this up a long time ago, but I don't remember what it was. I remember, I think it was obscure i so i had never heard of this before and i'm i mean if you are heavy into old school hip-hop or like turntable djs and stuff maybe you you know this but i didn't know it a lot has been written on it uh it is a six second drum lick from a song from 1969 called amen brother by the winstons and yep even if you've never heard the song nope you have heard this drum break before oh yeah So that's the that's the clip right there, yep. and that has been used in 
an estimated 5,000 other songs. Holy crap. 5,000 songs. If you go through the list, there are some artists that look like they use it in almost every song wow. at some point. So I don't know if that's just like kind of a kind of a joke, I mean, it's, if it's like the Wilhelm scream of music production. Maybe. But, it is catchy. Oh, man. It's such a good lick. Yeah. And, you know, when I was reading a bit about this, some producers have said, like, you just, you can't, other drummers can't duplicate it. They can't play it as well as this guy played it. What was his name? Gerald Coleman. And the saddest thing is he like, he died homeless in the mid-2000s and didn't see any money from, like, the royalties of this. Oh, wow. So, and his song is, it's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. Um, I can play you a few examples of where it's been used, and I guarantee you'll know some of these songs. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yep. Yep. That's one of the more famous examples. Totally. That's all. That's cool, hey? That's so awesome. Uh, how about this one? Yep. Crazy. It's cool how people are able to make it sound so different. Totally. Yeah, this is, I think this one's Slipknot. So it's yeah. super sped up there. Totally. It's even in the Futurama theme song. So yeah, yeah, that a, is awesome. One one comment about this this break that so it's referred to as the Amen break. It said you've heard it so many times you don't even know when you're hearing it anymore. Yeah. It's just like it's such a part of music that it's everywhere. Well, and the fact and, that you can you can speed it up, slow it down, you can pitch it like you can make it sound totally different like that too. So, yeah, you could take a a bass drum or a snare drum shot out and make yeah. it sound differently. It's it's very cool, but it's sad that the dude never saw no any kidding. of the money from it despite his his like. This brilliant piece of drumming being absolutely everywhere. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So a friend of mine emceed a wedding recently, and uh, the couple lives in Alberta, and the wedding was in Alberta, and he had these two Alberta-centric jokes that, gotta be honest, they were pretty good. I wanted to pass them along to you, because <laughs> I think he nailed them. Okay. Okay, pretty good. Uh, first off, both the groom and my buddy used to live in Ontario, and they've both been in Alberta now for over 15 years. So my friend says this. He says... Yeah, we're living. We're we're really living the Western dream. You and I. We came out west, took your jobs, took your women. If we keep it up, we might just become premier. Oh, 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 oh! As of course, drag him, drag him from Ontario. So there's, <laughs> there's one. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then he asked the bride if she was taking the groom's last name, and she said, "No, I'm doing a hyphen," which of course he knew the answer to. Uh, so she has the dash in between the name. That's what she's going with. And he said, typical Alberta girl. She'll put a pipeline between anything. <laughs> of course, the dash. The, the, the dash being the pipeline. The pipeline between the two names. Yeah, I, I like the first one good. better. You do? Yeah. yeah, it was a really good joke, I yeah. thought. Yeah. yeah, well thought out, both of them, I thought. I was like, damn, I mean, that is... That took some thought. Yeah. I did not come out with jokes like that when I emceed the wedding on this weekend, and I... Felt like no, a bit that's of failure. Pretty good material. That guy sat and did some writing. Didn't he, he sure did. Yeah, yeah. I just picture him frantically, like late night, you know, frantically writing these down for 
Oh, he nailed them. The first one would have got the oh yep. reaction from me at the back. Would so, it? Yeah. yeah, just like that in the yeah. middle of the wedding. Maybe would have yeah. got up, too, got up out of my chair, really let him know. Yeah. So. Would you have done the second symbol, too? <laughs> like, oh, second. VNS in 20 minutes or less. During the story, I told you about a friend of mine who was working with a girl who recently arrived from Ukraine as a refugee. Yes. And uh, they were working together, and she just casually dropped an N-bomb. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, you probably shouldn't say that can't, here. Can't say that. No, nope, nope. wouldn't say that here. I will have an update on her. I was talking to this friend. Uh, she voluntarily took a like a sensitivity course, like an anti-harassment training course. Well, that's good. Yeah, and I think like no one pushed her to do it. I think she just kind of like scared herself. Like she's. She I wonder realized, if a few people made comments here or there and was like, "You, yeah, you just you maybe not shouldn't say that here." Like if she'd slipped up a couple times, yeah. And yeah. So she had, or she just realized that there's maybe a big difference between what was acceptable. Which in is her home crazy country to and me. what's acceptable here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I never would have thought about that because you just assume that everybody would know that that would be an offensive term. But I think it's commendable on her part. Absolutely. Like, if I moved to a country where I wasn't too familiar with the, the cultures and norms yep. and customs, I would want to make sure that I wasn't walking around totally embarrassing myself, offending people everywhere I went, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but she came back from the course and she told my friend that she couldn't believe how many things are considered harassment in Canada. She's like, it's, she's like, everything is harassment. Yeah. And in fairness, a course like that is probably going to err on the side of caution. Obviously. It's probably going to consider behaviors to be harassment that the average Canadian might not. Yep. You yeah, know, they're definitely like, going to go on the over-excessive side. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's the impression she came away with it. But <laughs> she said, like, she said, the only harassment I haven't done is sexual harassment. She said, I've done all the other kinds of harassment. That's really funny. I, I, we, it's like yeah. this poor girl is just shell shocked. She's like, "Yeah, where did I end up?" <laughs> Everything in Canada is harassment. Yep, and you know sometimes it feels that way. Well, you have sometimes to be careful. That yeah, way. very careful these days. We took a training course through work here where they they gave you all these scenarios. Mm-hmm. It's like what do you, these modules, right? What are you supposed to do in this scenario? And there was one example of a guy. It was on a construction site where they're like. Like they've barricaded, they've barricaded the new guy in a porta potty yep. using a truck. They've blocked him in there. What do you do? And the options were like reported to your supervisor, laugh. laugh, film it, and put it on the internet. And uh, in that scenario, I probably would have laughed, even if I was the guy in the porta potty. I would have definitely taken some but, footage. Yeah, yeah. I know. But you and I were killing ourselves when that popped up. We're like, oh right my answer. god, that's really funny. Yeah, stuck in there. Yeah, that wasn't the right answer. But that is harassment. That right? is, yeah, that would be harassment. I would laugh my ass off. And this girl from Ukraine says she's done all of the harassments. Yeah, except for the sexual type. I feel so. like I've barricaded somebody in a porta potty before. <laughs> the BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. We got two messages back to back here. The first one said the N word is normal in Eastern Europe. Is that true? Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like I said, when we first talked about that, I wasn't sure if it was this specific girl who was just comfortable using that word or if it's more common where she comes from. Uh, And then someone else said, Canada is woke. Somewhere between the two is sanity. Um, And I think I agree with that. For for a long time, so many people had to put up with things that they shouldn't have had to. Yep. And I think it's good that we've started to address that and made some changes. Mm -hmm. But I also think in many instances it's swung a little too far the other way. Yeah, well, now people just, I think, feel that you've got you've to cover your ass, right? You just have to be very, very careful. Um, oh, man. Yeah. We know that as well as anybody. We sure do. But, um, 
I also think sometimes, I mean, you hear about these, uh, the most egregious incidents of like, well, on both ends of, of, of harassment and of people, you know, being taken down for things that don't seem that bad. Yeah. But I think like, you know, most people are getting by all right. You know, most people are reasonable. Yeah. Most people are getting by, not, <laughs> not getting too mixed up in any of this. So it's true. Yeah. But if you spend too much time online, it could seem like it's a it's a far far bigger problem than it actually is. Definitely. Yeah. Like we had a, we got a call from a guy today, and we just said, "Hey, <laughs> X929," and then he talked for, I believe, six and a half minutes, just about everything that's wrong with the world. Mm -hmm. with and didn't let us have a word in Edwise. <laughs> no. And then at the end, we're like, "Okay, well, we have to go on the radio now, time. so we don't have time to respond to any of that." But. He was like, "Why haven't you talked about any of this?" We're like, "We don't even have time to answer you." No. That's not. It's kind of a crazy thing to do is to just like phone a radio station and rant for seven minutes for straight. seven minutes without like any <laughs> any reciprocation at all. Yes. It's just, so, I mean, yeah, to that guy, it probably seems like the world's falling apart mm -hmm. for sure. But I do think it's somewhere in between. Yeah. Yep. I think we're good. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So there's a lot of discussion lately about work culture. Uh, mm -hmm. Through COVID, this has obviously become more important to people. And one of the big tells, they say, and a lot of people are talking about this, but it's all about how you feel Sunday night. Okay. Because a lot of people get stressed out on Sunday as they gear up for work on Monday. Mm, yep. And experts are now saying that this really isn't good. And in fact, for some people, it essentially ruins your Sunday, gearing up for work on Monday, the stresses that that you know, kind of evokes yeah. in you. Like, are you all rested on Sunday night and feeling prepared to go back? For a week of work, or are you just like dreading it? And they talk about that feeling of dread, and they're like, if you get that dreadful feeling on Sunday, it obviously means that you have uh, not a great work culture. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that's that's very interesting because I mean, I feel like everybody, to a certain extent, on Sunday has something that you know kind of leads into Monday because yep. you do have to wake up early, regardless. You, you have to start your week, you have to go to work. So. That's one thing, but... You're going from free time to somebody else's time. That's so. just it. And I don't know if anyone can ever not have anything when it comes to Sunday mm. night. But yeah, they're really talking about that level of dread that you have and how, you know, how severe it is. And if it's really bad, then that's something that you need to look at and maybe try and fix. You could probably even look at it on the other end of the week, too. Like on Friday, do you just feel like a weight has been lifted? Yeah, just like... totally. How do you feel? Like on Sundays when you are gearing up to go back for work on Monday, like what do you... I usually feel pretty good. I'm often like ready to come back. It, yeah. It'll depend on if, uh, like when I look at my notes for the week. Right. If I have lots of cool stuff to talk about, then mm -hmm. I'm excited to get in and talk about it. Yeah. If I don't have much and I know it's going to be a struggle that week, then I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know about this. Right. That's fair. Yeah, totally. And that's kind of how I feel as well. Like on Sundays, I'm I'm normally pretty excited to get back yep. to work. I have had jobs before though where that is definitely not the case. Mm -hmm. Like even in part-time retail work and stuff when you know i'd have a couple days off and then you had to go back into work and i remember yeah there'd be that feeling of absolute dread because i just didn't like what i did i was like oh no i have to go and do that for eight hours tomorrow yeah yeah so yeah. i can kind of see that but there are people who yeah honestly i have friends even who on sundays it's essentially ruined like the day when they wake up on sunday sucks because they know they have to go back to work on monday Jeez, that's I'm too like, bad that's awful that's too bad I mean, there's a lot of people that feel that way yeah what if you could like flip a switch in your brain where it's like, yeah, I'm not loving my job, but at least like this is don't let it ruin yeah. one of the days you don't have to be at work. I know, 
Right. So take full I, advantage of your Sundays. On the other end of things, on like on Friday, I'm often like quite relieved that it's the weekend, but that's almost entirely to do with waking up early. For me, like it's, it's the pressure of having to wake up early. So and it's sleep deprivation yeah. for me. I'm just so gassed yeah. on Friday that that's it. And I I don't four or five hours of sleep five days in a row, and yeah. I'm just like kind of a crazy person by the end of the week. Totally. Right? Unfortunately, so. I don't sleep in on the weekends either. But at least you mm. know that you can. Like that, yeah. even the idea of knowing that I don't have to. There isn't that like looming early alarm clock yeah. where it's like, if I don't fall asleep right now, I'm in negative sleep now. Yes. <laughs> I'm in sleep de- deprivation mode. That's so, exactly it. Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing that I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, I feel my body dying by the end of the, my, yep. my body. My friends now know Fridays. They're like, you're just zombie. You don't even, you're not even conscious anymore. Nope. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend posted a photo from, I think it was Country Thunder this past weekend. And in the shot, there was a kid on her dad's shoulders blocking the view. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it's awesome for this kid. It's now the kid can see during this show. However, for everybody around, it does block their view. What's your take on this? Like when it comes to going on the shoulders of, of somebody else, and a, a kid is a little bit different than, let's say, a full-grown woman doing it as well. Yeah. And I do, again. Somebody with their, like, some guy with his girlfriend up on, her, on his shoulders. Yeah. And that, again, is a bit much. But on the other hand, if you're somebody who can't see at all. Yeah. Being able to see for, you know, a little bit at least is one thing. I just, I find it tough because a lot of people were like, oh, that's so cute. There's the kid on the, the dad's shoulders. That's awesome. I'm like, was the kid there the whole show? Because you wouldn't want to be the person to say something, but it, it would be a battle if you're standing behind this person and you constantly are like, oh, well, I can't see, trying to kind of peer over yeah. them. Like, I sort of feel the same way about that as I do about tall people at shows. Mm-hmm. Come earlier. Yeah. Come earlier if you don't want someone tall standing in front of you. You know, why did why are tall people relegated to the back of a show? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, like I've said before, I will try to be aware of that. Like yeah. if I'm standing in front of, you know, some tiny woman, I'll be like, do you want to switch places? Yes. You can't really see. Yeah. But like, come earlier. But you think that you should be allowed to just stand on people's shoulders for the entire show? Well, the kid's not going to see anything. I know. And the kid probably can't go to the front without getting crushed. But it's the same with, so, a, what about a lady on the shoulders? Because if she's short, then she can't see anything either. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's different if it's a kid. Yeah. I also feel bad for whoever's got someone on their shoulders for the whole show, because that's no way to watch a show. Yeah, it would be it would be harsh. But there are, <laughs> I've been to shows before where there's a ton of the time where a, <laughs> like a girl is on her boyfriend's shoulders. Yeah, and I'm he's like, just puffing, he's red-faced. Yeah. And I'm like, did you offer or did she go, you put me up on your shoulder? He's like, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Now, I think that there's like, a, there's there could be a fine balance, you know, where for a few songs, yes, but for the entire show, when you're on somebody's shoulders for the entire, because then it's like other people are going to maybe want to do it too. And then, and then everybody, I don't know. It seems like it could become a bit of a mess. The only time I feel bad is if you were blocking the view of someone who like, say, used a wheelchair. Yeah. You know, like really couldn't see and didn't have an option to. Then that's different. I think. And hopefully places have like, you know. Yes. Some sort of viewing, viewing area, area that's accessible. And yeah. Yeah. I, that's a tough one, Sean. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, it's like, like, it's we, cool that the kid gets to see too. Yes. That is awesome. As opposed to just staring at adults' asses for the whole show. Well, we have a friend farts, who's. But, I know. We have a friend who is five foot nothing and he was at Country Thunder and he sh- posted a picture and. <laughs> He's just directly nothing? staring into people's asses. That's all he does. Which, I mean, he probably didn't mind. 
Part, part of me that's like, ah, oh, maybe he was okay with that. But honestly, when you go and you pay money for a show like that, it sucks if you're short, right? And he's got to get there pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get stuck getting crushed at the front. And then what if you have to pee? Okay. Yeah. Then you got to get through that whole crowd. My God. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Did you see the story about the couple who's being investigated for engaging in a an indecent act in the stands at the Oakland Athletics game on Sunday? Oh, my God. I didn't. Nope. That is phenomenal, uh, though. The A's were playing the Mariners in Oakland, and there was a video that someone posted to Twitter from like the other side of the ballpark. They're zoomed up, and there's this couple way up in the very top corner of the upper deck all by themselves. They're the only people in the section. And uh definitely looks like there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of knob bobbing going on there. A little bit of... Uh... Yeah. So now the police are looking into it. They're investigating it as an indecent well, tro- act. Trolley waffle and happen up there. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like, okay, I understand you might be the only people in the section, but you realize there are a million cameras at a ball game, right? Yeah. Like, it, and some have incredible zoom capabilities. And, and everybody's, I mean, cameras alone have good, like you, you got to know that people are going to catch you doing it. And maybe yeah. that's what they wanted, right? Because, I mean, people get a thrill from that. But honestly. You, yeah, you're pretty exposed. You didn't like, do that you thinking you're going to get away with it, did you? You know how at the at the Sky Dome, there's like those hotel rooms yes. that overlook? So I took a tour of that Sky Dome when I was like, I don't know, 12 years old or something. And they, the woman giving the tour said that there was a cameraman who was fired because there was a couple that had left their window open and he was filming he put them on the jumbotron, uh, yeah. like in their hotel That's room. Funny. So he was canned for that. But yeah, yeah and that, at least in the hotel room, in that, That's in that sense. That's different than yeah. these two this are just up at right the stands. stands. It's like, see come everything. on, man. Spiel out of the ballpark, and we'd like to give a special welcome to the couple in section 334. This is a very public place to be playing the old Swedish trumpet. It definitely appears there's a bit of a ballpark noggin happening up there. Do we have another angle to play, or...? Bit of the old game within the game. I mean, it looks like someone's bobbing for apples up there. Just a reminder that Tuesday night is kids' night, so... I suppose at least this is happening now and uh, not on kids' night. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.